0: Together growing in faith, changing communities. Dear friends, today I would like us to look at the first letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians chapter 1 from verse 17 to verse 25. St. Paul says to the community that he's preaching to, he says to them, I did not come, or rather Jesus did not send me to baptize, but rather to preach the gospel, not even with eloquent wisdom, but to, cre- to preach Christ crucified. There is something in that statement. He says to the community of believers or to the community that he meets in Corinth, I did not come just to baptize. I came to share the good news. I came to express to you what God has done for me in my life. And I think that's one of the most important instruments of our evangelization to share with the people the marvelous works that the Lord has done for us in our lives. And for St. Paul, it is not the eloquent words that are to persuade people, but rather it is the mercy and the grace that God has done and continue to do in our lives. Dear brothers and sisters, as I was preparing for this reflection, it struck me so well that the Lord is able to do something absolutely great in the midst of a disaster. That God is able to work in our lives even when we ourselves are giving up. That the Lord is able to raise from the ashes something marvelous and something so great i look into our own lives and i say to myself to myself in as much as we may have had bad experiences this year in as much as we have lost quite a number of things and those whom we love can we not still see the hand of god in the midst of its all? that in the midst of it all, the hand of God has always preserved us, that he has protected us, that he has given us new life, he has given us new leads in life. He has made known to us things that are no longer important. He has made known to us things that we can now live without. He has made known to us the people that are important and the decisions that we need now to make in order to survive, in order to move on with our lives. I see what God is saying and is doing in and through the life of St. Paul. That Paul is able to say, I am here to preach Christ crucified. I am not here to preach Christ walking on the sea. I'm not here to preach Christ healing the poor, rather the sick, feeding the poor. No, I'm here to preach about the suffering servant of God. And it is in the suffering servant of God where we find meaning of our lives. It is in the suffering of Jesus on the cross where we realize that God had to conquer everything And the last thing to conquer was death. And he says the word of the cross is foolish to those who are being destroyed, to those who are perishing. But he says to us who are being saved by the grace of God, the cross, the word of the cross, the crucifixion is the power of God. How does God manifest his glory in suffering? How does God manifest His glory in tribulations? How does God manifest His glory on His Son on the cross? For St. Paul, the cross of Christ is a reminder that God is in charge. The cross of Christ is a reminder that God brings everything, he draws everything back to himself. The cross of Christ for St. Paul is a reminder that God will conquer everything in our lives. And so St. Paul says, I want to preach about the wonders that God has done for me in my own life. And St. Paul, every time he talks about Jesus Christ, it lingers at the back of his mind, The road to Damascus, it lingers at the back of his mind, his conversion story. It lingers at the back of his mind how wonderful God has been for him. He knows what God has done for him. My dear brothers and sisters, quite a number of people are willing to celebrate with us, but they do not know the cost. If you go to our gospel today in the gospel of Matthew chapter 25, they say the kingdom of God may be likened to the two maidens. Five had lamps without oils, while the other five had lamps with oils. Quite a number of people are able to celebrate, but they do not know the cost. Quite a number of people are able to, to, to cherish you, but they do not know what you've been through. But the mercy of God allows us to realize, to take stock of our own lives. To ask ourselves, inasmuch as we preach Christ crucified, inasmuch as we preach about the good news of God, do I have all that it takes in order for me to manifest the glory of God? In the gospel, you find that the virgins, they all have lambs. And they think their lamps are good enough. And yes, they were. But will their lamps without the oil takes them to the next level? And that's where the difference lies. That all of us are here at the mercy of God. Everybody gets up in the morning from their beds. But by the time we go back to our own beds at night, have we achieved that which we're supposed to have achieved? Have we lived our lives to the full? Do I have enough oils to take me through tomorrow? Do I have enough oils to take me to the mercy and to the promises of God? Do I have it within me to realize that we can rise above this? Do I have it within me to realize that we can conquer this? Do I have it within me to see myself not as a failure, but to see myself as a beloved son? And the beloved daughter of God. And Saint Paul, inasmuch as Jesus in the gospel, they teach us that all is possible. They teach us that sometimes in suffering, there is a lesson to be learned. Sometimes in being deprived of something, there's a lesson to be learned. That we can rise above every situation St. Paul argues so beautifully, dear brothers, he says the cross of Christ may be a stumbling block to others, but for us, it is the power of God. It is the wisdom of God. And Paul makes a fundamental distinction between us and God. He says the foolishness of God is wiser than any human wisdom. What we think is the foolishness of God in comparison to human wisdom, in comparison to us being clever, God outweighs us. He says the weakness of God is stronger than human strength. And for me, that's powerful. Because sometimes we rely on our own wisdom. We rely on our own strength. We say, no, I can do this. We think we are far more clever than God. No, I will think it through. I will sort it out myself. And Paul says, okay, if you think you're clever, just rely on God's stupidity. Go on his foolishness. Because his foolishness, trust me, will outweigh your own human intelligence. You've only lived for a couple of years. God has lived since eternity. And sometimes we want to take things into our own hands. Sometimes we become impatient with God. Sometimes we become impatient with each other. And we say, no, I've got this. I'm I'm going to do this. And and St. Paul says to us, well, use the weakness of God. Because his weakness is far more greater, far more stronger than any human strength. May we find mercy in God. May we find consolation. That we too may be found worthy, not only with our lambs, but also with the oils to help us through the journey, that we can stay throughout the night and see that which God has in store for us, that we can go through this pandemic, that we can go through this year, and one day we can go back to God and say, yes, it was terrible, but God was amazing. May the Queen of Heaven pray with us and for us. May Almighty God bless and protect us, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.